Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 146. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. It's time for another episode of Joy and a special guest. You are going to meet Dr. Don Sears, the Dr. Don Sears, the one who is the visionary for the ACE Conference, an overall badass in life and her work. She's an amazing soul, and it really is a joy to share her voice with you. So enjoy, and I will see you next time. So good to be with you today. So amazing to be with you, Dina. I love any time we have 30 seconds to text each other or 20 minutes to talk or 30 minutes to Zoom. It is always a blessing, a joy, a delight, and you fill me up. You fill my cup and it overflows every time we're together. So thank you for inviting me to come on your podcast today. So for those listening, this is the amazing Dawn Sears, who you've been hearing a lot about over the past year. She is truly the visionary of the Authenticity, Courage, and Empowerment Conference. She's the why of why it was created, seeing such a need for women in medicine, leaving medicine, already left medicine to really have community and connection, regardless of how we earn an income. It really is an honor and it's a joy. And every time I see a message from you, it just lights my heart up, which makes this conversation so interesting, relevant, and generally fun because we are talking about authentic friendships. Yes, it is such a privilege to be able to share the secret sauce of what made ACE such a raging raging success and what makes friendship and life so interesting and full and vibrant is these kind of relationships and being able to dive into it and do an autopsy of our friendship and our relationship and to be able to do the case report and share it with the world is so much fun because I want everyone to experience what we experience together. I think friend. <laughs> so we'll have to talk about how we met. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I think it's really funny and it would not have predicted the trajectory of our friendship. (laughs) Not at all. I love it. But what's so fun is that I didn't anticipate becoming an ally and becoming a close friend. Like, I truly love you. I didn't anticipate that when we started the journey of ACE a year ago. No, we could not have seen where this was going to go. But I love that we both released ourselves to let it flow and let it develop. And what our expectation was versus reality were not the same. And it was more beautiful than we could have ever hoped or expected. And that was really trust and vulnerability, which we don't allow ourselves to always do because of previous hurts and trauma and all that. But when we do, the game is so much better than we could have imagined. I'm so So, grateful that we've done that. I think you've hit on the two things that, that I see are the biggest barriers within me to developing friendships and, and especially to developing authentic relationships. One is trust, right? Because we have all the history of mistrust or trust that went wrong, then also the vulnerability of saying, no, this is really who I am. And I I really don't have the answers or that really feels like a failure Mm -hmm. uh, rather than the put a smile on and keep going. 
oh my gosh, we're so good at that. We're so conditioned. And that has not served us well. It's got us places, but it has not served us well. And those are not the same. And we haven't seen that necessarily until we get to the point of our life where we can actually look back and analyze, wait, did that serve me well? So I know we celebrated your birthday yeah. and we went for a walk the next day. And that was a, and during our walk, we talked about one of the challenges that I, that I create, perpetuate experience, which is opening up and then not immediately shutting down, mm-hmm. so opening up and staying open and allowing the tender points to be there without having to be fixed and to be there and to still feel like I'm a whole person. Yes. And for you to trust me in that space and for me to be some of the few people in your life that you've allowed to be vulnerable and open is a sacred privilege that I do not take lightly. And I know that together we have deepened our relationship through trust and through being real with each other. And we're both conscientious of that and respectful of that and willing to keep doing it. And we know that each other's going to hurt each other's feelings. We know that we're going to accidentally rub into to those tender spots as you so eloquently discuss. And we keep doing it anyway, because we know at the end, we get more of a great reward from doing that. And I know we've had some great conversations through our really year of being together on so many different projects. And I remember distinctly one of the conversations where you asked me, which you often do because you're so generous. You said, what can I do for you, Dawn? And I said, Dina, tell me more about you personally. I want you to open up to me because that's when our friendship will go to a deeper level. And I know it struck you because you weren't expecting that kind of answer. You were expecting, oh, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. But I said, no, Dina, I need to know more about you. And then you trusted me. And then the more conversations we had, you opened up more about your life, your vulnerabilities. And I've read a quote once that said, true friendship isn't about time together or common joy or a common project. It's about sharing secrets. And once you share secrets, then you have a true friendship. And that was fascinating to me. And so once we got to the point where we are truly sharing secrets and precious tender secrets of our wants, our hurts, our fears, we dive into a deeper place where we see each other as we are and we realize how much we reflect in each other's common humanity and love for each other and respect for each other and appreciation for each other. And then the empathy, love and compassion just grows. Yeah, for sure. I think I've prided myself and pride. I use that word intentionally on being the strong one, being the one who doesn't have tender points. (laughs) I can't even say that with a straight face Robot, (laughs) or at least doesn't bring them out you know, the kind of the one that can listen or take anything on rather than being the real one of, of not having the answers and of not knowing and of questioning myself and of, you know, I can go a list on and on. So it's refreshing to be in that space and to know that there's no judgment in that space and there's no comparison in that space. And actually that space can be pretty great. (laughs) I'm so glad you decided to give it a try. 
<laughs> no more perfection, no more robotic, no more, I'm going to fix everything for everyone else. Like you do so well, you're amazing at it, which I can see why you'd stay in the space that you're awesome at. And I'm so glad you decided to tip your toe into truly opening up your heart to me and to others. And I've seen not only relationship with me, but relationship with others has gone to a deeper level. And now I think you're a little bit addicted to it and you crave it. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's so good to see this, this way of living. Uh, I'm so happy for you and for us and for everyone, all the future friendships and relationships that you're going to have from that. What are the what are your secrets for success in developing authentic relationships? Yeah, knowing that I'm going to be hurt, knowing that I'm going to be disappointed and being totally okay with that and having realistic expectations for the other imperfect, beautiful, messy humans in my life. We've all been hurt very deeply by those we shouldn't have been hurt by, whether it is our parents or our spouses or our best friends or our church or our neighbor or institution or whatever. As I've seen the quote, you know, you don't go through war. Nobody goes to war unwounded. And I think nobody goes through life unwounded or without trauma. We all have trauma. And to expect my next relationship or my next interaction to be pain-free, rainbows and daisies, well, then I'm living in a law land. I'm not being authentic. I'm not being realistic. I'm not being true. So when I come into relationship, I want to bring as much of my authentic self to it. And I want to help that other person see how amazing and beautiful they are because we often don't, and we don't believe that we think we're broken. We think we're, we're the problem when things go wrong. We think we don't deserve. And for me to be able to show up and do that, but not expect that necessarily in return. So if I do get it in return, I'm delighted and excited, but I expect people to unintentionally hurt me because I do expect, I do have the highest expectations that their motive is probably pure, but how I receive it or how it comes across or what actually happens might be hurtful. And that's okay. Cause they didn't mean to hurt me. It's just life. We're all going through in bumper cars and we bump into each other. Sometimes it's unexpected and painful and sometimes it's fun and giddy and we're all doing it together. So I come into relationships with a different expectations, not expecting perfection from people in my life. And that's been something I've learned. Definitely going through a painful divorce, going through betrayal for that person that I've been with since I was 14 years old, who I thought was going to be there to have my back and to always do the right thing. And to find out that maybe they could be the most hurtful person on the planet. And maybe they didn't mean to. Maybe it wasn't with malice. Maybe it was them doing the best they could. And it was just so hurtful, but also understanding they're human. And every other person I'm going to interact with is human. So now I don't go into relationships with fear anymore. Just the understanding that it's just a fact of life. There's going to be hurts. There's going to be pain. And that's okay because there's also amazing beauty and being in relationship is the whole meaning of life. That's where the value comes in. And we all talk about on your deathbed, or you think about RVUs, or you think about publications, or you think about dollars. No, you think about relationships. You think about the joy you brought with others or how you co-created things, whether it was a family or a business or an idea or a vision or a movement with other humans. 
and it's not done in solitude. So my life just gets richer and richer, every authentic relationship I have. And then I get greedy and I get addicted and I want to add much more of these beautiful eggs into my basket. And so I'm like collecting all the eggs and I'm like, do you know any good eggs? You do? Okay. Introduce me. Let's get to know each other. Let's see where we're common and where we can bond. And then we were just talking before we started talking today about making introductions for our other allies to combine with new allies and then just and we just see the power of these friendships and we want it for everyone else around us because then they're more happy, they're more fulfilled, they're more joyful and they feel a lot less isolation, loneliness and despair when we have others to carry our burdens with us. For sure. That was a long explanation, sorry. I was sharing with Don that I went on a run this morning and the whole time I was, I'm having a very human day with a human brain. And the whole time I'm like, why am I doing this? What is going on? And I kept going back to, I want what's on the other side right now. It doesn't feel good, but I want what's on the other side because what's on the other side is feeling proud, feeling fulfilled, knowing that this was created because I didn't give up. And I think relationships are the same thing that there's the initial euphoria and excitement. And then there's the getting real and getting real doesn't always feel pretty or look pretty, um, but getting real and getting to the other side is when you have that sense that, you know what, this is an ally. This is truly an ally. Mm -hmm. And that's always how I felt with you since the beginning of ACE. We went through times that were very euphoric and exciting. And we went through the wilderness where it was like, are we lost? But I always knew that you had my back. Yes, And I I always knew that either you would have an answer, I would have an answer, or we would have an answer and we would keep moving forward no matter what. Exactly. No, going through ACE and going through the wilderness so many times we'd be euphoric and then wilderness again, euphoric wilderness again. But we knew every time we always escaped the wilderness, like you said, together, because if one of us was feeling down or disappointed or having a bad day or had a conversation that didn't go the way we wanted, we always had the opposite person lifting us up and reminding us, is this really that big of a deal? It was one conversation that didn't go well. It was one potential vendor that didn't go well, or one person is upset about whatever they were upset about. And we were able to normalize that, to acknowledge the pain, acknowledge the disappointment and remind ourselves why we're doing this, what this is about, the big picture. And we were able to dust each other off. Sometimes we had a little bit more mud on us than the others. And occasionally we were both a little muddy, but then we just look at each other and laugh and squirt each other with a squirt gun and wash off the mud and we keep going together. And sometimes as we walked out of the wilderness, we didn't want to talk as much. And other times we just wanted to turn on the 80s music and dance our way out of the wilderness. But anyway, there was no doubt that either of us were going to leave each other stuck in the wilderness. And there was no way we were going to be stuck in a sandpit. We were keeping going all the time because you and I are both so driven where we saw where we were headed, we had a map and occasionally we were off and had to pull out the compass and you were so good and you were just so amazingly organized and so amazingly goal-directed in the mission. And you would often point out to me, Dawn, is that authentic? Dawn, is that authentic? And I'd be like, oh yeah, you're right. We do have our true north. And you would remind me of what the mission is of authenticity, courage, and empowerment And then that made no decisions hard. They all were easy because we went back to your way of 
simplifying it, bringing us back to our core values, making sure it's completely in alignment. If it's not completely in alignment, that's an easy no. And I appreciated you keeping us true north, true north, true north, regardless of the emotions, circumstances, or distractions that kept showing up. Yeah. In listening, what comes up, two things. One is ownership. Like an authentic friendship really requires ownership of what I'm bringing, ownership of what I'm expecting, both of myself. And as you were mentioning earlier, the expectations that we have of others, which are generally very high. And others, it's the craziest thing, but they can't read minds. (laughs) So weird. Like even in 2022. Um, But the other thing was that in our friendship, and I'd like to believe that I do this in other relationships too, it takes one no or two yeses. And that for me made very made things very simple. If there's one no, the answer is no, done. Mm-hmm. And if there's two yeses, all right, we've got an answer. Absolutely. Let's, move, let's move forward. Yes, yes. No, it was beautiful. It was beautiful to have that structure and alignment, trust and the expectation. So that's where so much fear comes is when we have an expectation, it's not met and then it's not met and it's not met for us. We knew what the expectation was, which was exactly the rules that you outlined. You know, you've got to be authentic to the core values and two yeses and it's a yes, a single no, and it's a no. There was no debate of, oh, I wonder how this is going to go. We already knew because we'd already been through a couple of things together. So after the first one or two, we're like, ah, here's one of those little holes in the in, in the path that we know how we're going to navigate this. It wasn't a mystery that we had to refigure out each time. And we knew how we were going to navigate it together. And the trust just built and built. So when really hard things continued to show up during the conference and even after the conference, Other relationships would have gone through so much stress and uncertainty. How is this going to be received by the other party? And what are they going to think? And for us, that was, it it never happened. And that was beautiful because we had invested by going through all the little popples together in a consistent way. That was so much fun. So I know what to expect out of you. You know what to expect out of me. You know my weaknesses. <laughs> and, and so you you expect those and those aren't going to surprise you when they show up. And then we're already going to preempt it, those and we're going to navigate them well. So it works really well. <laughs> you know, I hear you say weaknesses. And the one thing that comes to mind is cheese. <laughs> yes. And forgetting to eat. <laughs> Like, but I don't see you. I truly don't see you as having weaknesses. I see you as a whole woman and Mm. somebody who is deeply, and deeply espouses faith, Mm -hmm. faith in humans, faith in God, faith in continuing in the mission without knowing the how, and not even clearly understanding what's happening, (laughs) holding on to that faith. So if there are weaknesses within you, I really don't see them. That's amazing. That's amazing friend who loves you. They can look at you and say that and mean it. And I know that Dina means that when she looks at me, she sees my weaknesses, my my trouble areas as just part of who I am. And she doesn't judge that. And to have an authentic friendship where we see each other's strengths and less strengths, unstrengths, <laughs> and see them as blessings and just part of the full package. That's the beauty of accepting each other. And I just love that so much about authentic friendships. And I love that so much about you is you're going to look for, you're going to see, you're not going to look for, but you're going to see all the good and all the potential 
regardless of what we might think are the facts. It, one of the exciting, inspiring things to watch at the ACE conference was the group, your, your small group, and totally a shout out to Heidi and Arpita and Susie. Who else is in the group? That was there, Susie, Heidi, or Alale, and Angie, and oh, Mallory with her nice big pregnant belly. <laughs> so yes, our small group is simply amazing. I imagine many of the things that we've talked about are the same things that have transpired within that small group. And the reason for bringing up a, it's, it was just so cool to see that, that connection and that sense of like locked arms. We, these are our people and not to the exclusion of anyone, but to the, like, to the benefit of the group. So can you speak on authentic friendships that are more than one-on-one? Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I'm so appreciative of the EWP small group because we connected in a deep way, being authentic and showing up, talking about the most vulnerable topics and the most uh, superficial topics, whether it was my husband's a jerk and I'm so mad at him for not taking out, you know, the trash today or the deep problems of, oh my gosh, I'm so fearful of my future or my health or my job or whatever. And then deep truths of sensitive areas, whether we're talking about discrimination or we're talking about misunderstanding or political things, but truly being a safe, non-judgmental space where no topic is off the table where anyone at any point is always there to support each other and always allowed to bring up any topic for authentic pushback, feedback, correction of limiting thoughts and movement forward. So sometimes we let each other rail if somebody is stuck and then somebody said, well, have you put it in a thought work model? And they're like, I don't want to put it in a thought work model. I just want to be angry. We're like, cool. Okay. Be angry. You decide how long you're angry for and then come back and then we'll, we'll hash it out if you want to. And then being able to offer each other, Hey, do you want to have a little conversation about this on the side? Or shall we all zoom for a minute so you can just scream at us or whatever. And so it's truly just letting each other be real. And what's so fun about this group is we have both coasts coming. We've got all specialties. We've got different ages, different walks of life. Some people are totally entrepreneurs. Some people are hundred percent clinical practice. Some people are coaches. Some people are real estate and there's no judgment of I'm doing it right. And you're doing it wrong. It is, oh my gosh, that is so interesting. And I didn't think about that. And who did you have to hire today? Who do you have to fire today? And what kind of patient and what kind of policy and just inquiry, like you said, coming at things with curiosity and non-judgmental attitude, and that we truly are all cheerleading for each other. There's no competition. We all just literally want the best for each other's lives, families, careers, future, and our current mental state where any of us are on any given day. So we truly want the best for each other with no other agenda, but just simple friendship and loving life together and supporting each other. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And what I think about is having that type of connection, it allows others to be able to say or remind, this is who you really are. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you don't feel like that, even if you're muddy, (laughs) even if you feel horrible, 
that's not who you really are. This is who you really are. This is who we've gotten to know to mm-hmm. kind of just get back to that sense. Cause it's so easy on a day-to-day basis to think that today it defines me today. Doesn't not at all. You're exactly right. It's a fabulous mirror of who each other are. And like you said, we remind each other what we forgot, whether it was why we're doing this or who we are, we're constantly forgetting because the world is screaming at us with a different agenda of how it wants to use us and what its expectations, how we should show up. And in my small group, we love saying there are no shoulds here. There's just, what are you going to do today? What are you going to do with this moment? You know, and that's it. And we often, when we come to each other for advice, you can almost predict everybody's going to say, well, what do you want to do about it? Or what feels good to you? And we just coach each other like mad. And then we go, oh yeah, I'm allowed to do what I want to do. I forgot. And you're like, how silly is that? That we forget every day but we're there to remind each other. And if you've got whoever logged on to the little group chat on any given day, whether it's three people or six people all telling you, you forgot, (laughs) come on now. And then you go, oh yeah, I'm allowed to do that. It feels so good and authentic and we remind each other. Yeah. So people pleasing doesn't work in authentic friendships because then it becomes about something very different than true connection between two souls that are navigating the human experience. And I think that's really important to say because high achieving physicians, or maybe just me, have been raised and groomed to people, please. Totally. We've been so good at it. And as a result, we've been so successful. And just looking at all of the media and social media and commercialization tells us who we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to look, but doesn't go beyond that into really who are you who do you want to be? What do you aspire to? Like when nobody's looking, what do you really aspire to? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what authentic friendships can help us get to is to get into that place of being real, wanting what I want without having to justify it or prove that I'm worthy or capable and having somebody to believe like, yeah, totally. Of course. Exactly. Exactly. No, you're right. It is the key to get us out of the cage. It locks us it unlocks us so that we are then free to be ourselves and remind us being yourselves is exactly perfect. And only you can be you and only authentic friendships can do that. So you're so right. Well, this has been a joyous conversation. What other you wisdom talk do you about want how to... we met? Oh, <laughs> talk about how we met. <laughs> are you going to share it? So I saw Don speak at a Texas society of hospital medicine a really powerful talk that I think was probably very personal. And I wanted to talk to you afterwards, but it didn't work. It didn't line up, but you were giving the same talk a few years ago for Texas A&M for the school of medicine. And I saw your name and one of the students was actually on the committee that invited you. And so she sent a message to me and someone else and said, Hey, I'd love for you guys to be there. And I was like, Don Sears, I totally want to meet her. And that's when I saw you. I think we were in the food line, right? Right. And from there. (laughs) So this lady comes up to me (laughs) and she starts talking to me about physician coaching. And I'm like, physician coaching. So you're a physician, right? Or are you like an educator? She's like, no, I'm both. And I'm like, 
okay, I already know how to be a physician. I went through med school, residency, and fellowship. I don't know that I need a coach to tell me how to be a physician. She's like, no, that's not really what I do. I help people navigate once they are physicians. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, I'll take your little card. And I have no idea what you're talking about. And it was just kind of odd to me because I had never, ever heard of physician coaching before. And I was like, I'm not Tiger Woods. I don't need a coach. I'm not like trying to do golf. And so I just was like, huh, that was curious. And so fast forward a couple more years and then I'm at EWP and now I've figured out what coaching is and I've been coached and I was in several different groups and I bought into what coaching was. And I was even exploring getting my coaching certification at the time. And so then I saw Dina and listened to create an unstoppable life. And was like, oh my gosh, it's that lady. And I was like, she's got such a mesmerizing hypnotic voice. And now I get what she does and why she does it. And she has been so consistent doing it before it was cool, before it was hip. This was already her life and her calling. And I have got to sign up with her because this is a woman who I need in my life. She was already seeing something in me that I didn't see in me. And she was already offering a beautiful, precious, service and I just kind of blew her off and I have got to experience her. And then when I was coached by her, I was like, oh my gosh, this woman is amazing. And she is able to help me see what I couldn't see in a brand new way. And now I know why God brought her into my life a couple of years ago and that we had seen so many commonalities that we had of different people in the state of Texas and in medicine. And for her to be doing what she's doing, still actively practicing medicine, to be a physician mom, to actually be in the military, to actually go to war twice. I was like, this is a badass. This is a woman who can calm down the most intense room, who can uh, speak with peace and dignity and poise about really hard subjects and remind us that we're all human. And I want her more and more in my life. And so we had a relationship with coaching and then we decided, you know what? We both have a lot of commonalities. Let's do this other thing together. And I was so surprised and grateful when she said yes, when I asked her if she would be my business partner. I'm like, really? Did you just say yes? And she's like, absolutely. I'm like, absolutely. That sounds like definitive. Like I need to think about it. I need to, you know, and she's like, no, this is perfect. This is in direct alignment. I'm like, that's a bold statement. Okay. And then when we actually started partnering together and seeing that she was more than all in, she was completely dedicated and commitment to the conference and through her marketing genius, that's where we came up with the title, Authenticity, Courage, and Empowerment, was just us brainstorming together for a couple of weeks. We've been throwing names back and forth, but to be able to use her marketing genius and her ability to pull out the words, the feeling, the sensations, all of her skills and to put all of her organizational skills and her full commitment to seeing the big picture. She was the perfect partner for me because I'm a big, big vision person and I knew how it needed to feel and how it needs to flow. And she was able to put it in the words and to put it out there for the world to be able to see and absorb without me being like a thousand different storytelling like, like I do. And she was like, let's have clarity. Let's have simplicity. I'm like, okay, but I want to talk about this and this and this and this. She's like, okay, let's have clarity. Let's have simplicity. Okay, Dina. Yes, let's do that. And so, so we've been a great partnership 
the whole way through. And at the beginning, I thought this was a weird person who was talking to me about voodoo things that I didn't understand. And she got me to see the whole package. And she's been such a blessing to my life, my world. She helps me on so many levels, personally, professionally, and just sending goofy things to each other to remind each other not to take life so seriously, not to take ourselves so seriously. And for if I'm in the middle of the night and I want to hear Dina, I don't call her, I just pull up her podcast, listen to her voice. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Dina's there. It's good. The world is good. So <laughs> it reminds me of the goodness and the peace that we can have in the middle of the storm, because I think that Dina George is an amazing human, an amazing physician, an amazing friend. So I love that she is part of my, my board of directors in my life. She's great. You're amazing. I, I really appreciate all of your kind words and want to share with everyone that even introverts can have authentic friendships. <laughs> Something Absolutely. doesn't have to start out rainbows and daisies to become such a beautiful friendship. Because in my mind, when we met at AM, that I was like, oh, I just want to be your friend. <laughs> right. And I was like, she's selling me some weird products. What is going on? So it's fun. Things don't have to be clear and they don't have to be polished in the beginning to really develop something amazing. So lots of encouragement for anyone listening that when you see that alignment or sense that alignment, go forward, go forward into it because on the other side of the discomfort really is the beauty. Absolutely. And I thank you so much for your courage of coming and talking to me because you are an introvert. And I know that did not feel awesome. And especially when I looked at you like, what? I'm sure that did not feel good to you at all. But you stuck with it and you were still showing up in my life in ways that we didn't expect. And I'm so, so grateful for that. So thank you for your courage. One of the beautiful things that you offer is an opening with the word yet. Mm. And I think that there's so much beauty in it in the sense that you don't have to have the answer. And I think the way you phrase it, or at least the t-shirt that you got, I believe in the power of yet without having to know exactly how something's going to be. And that's different than the high achiever way of thinking that things are linear, logical, goal-directed, and the box is checked. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're a big part of how I got there because you would ask me during coaching sessions, what if you don't know? What if it's okay? What if it's not figured out yet? And you helped me to embrace that as my new mantra going forward. So you were a big part of who I've become in so many ways in my life. And I'm so eternally grateful for you, Dina, and how you've helped my mindset and my thought processes and helped me break out of really horrible, old, nasty habits of perfection and knowing it all. And if it isn't perfect, don't do it. And instead, just we don't know. Let's just see what happens. I'm like, what? That's an option. And it's a beautiful option that now I embrace in all areas of my life where I wouldn't have before you. So thank you. Oh, thank you, my friend. It is, it's truly an honor to be part of your life, to experience your faith and to be on this journey of who knows where it's going to go. But what I know is that the world needs to hear your voice. Oh, and I love that. Yes, I love it too. And I love that we get to amplify each other and give each other permission to seek out authentic friendships, authentic relationships, be vulnerable, be real with each other and let it blossom. All right. I love you. Have a great I love day. you too. Bye. Bye. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me 
at georgemdcoaching.com. 